Welcome to the Inner Machinations Podcast, episode three, with your host, Christian Rodriguez. Okay, so episode 2.5 was really depressing. Uh, <laughs> also, I made a mistake on, I think it was the second bit. Um, the second one where I talked about uh, Matthew five twenty five, the correct uh, text is Matthew chapter six twenty five, and wherever that leads into the seventh chapter, twenty five to end of chapter six of Matthew is the one I was referencing, not not five twenty five. Five twenty five is not at all the. <laughs> correct thing i was not telling i was not saying the right one so this weekend was pretty kooky crazy and by that i mean it was pretty cool um i went to uh, my buddy landon's house uh, with all the guys um for his birthday happy birthday again and thank you again to his parentels for uh harboring all of us young gentle boys um, it was pretty great. I think one of my favorite highlights, though, was I watched a UFC fight of Anderson Silva versus Israel Andesayo. I think that's his name, Andesayo, or or something like that. Um, man, you know, it was really cool. I don't watch UFC a lot. Whenever I do, I get really into it. Uh, whenever the whole Conor McGregor thing was a thing, I was really into that for a little bit. And this was such a cool... We were at this Buffalo Wild Wings, and we were watching fights all night. And then there was this fight against Silva and uh, Andesayo. I think it's it's Andesayo or something like that. Point is, Andesayo, Andesayo, whatever, is the, is the new blood... And Silva is the old, the old legend. And throughout this whole fight, you're like, at any moment, Silva is going to whack this boy halfway across the whole earth. And Andesanyo is like, or Andesayo, whatever, is like taking hits at him. And whenever he gets one hit, Silva actually just drops everything and lets him hit him like two more times. Like as if it absolutely does not phase him whatsoever. And that is amazing. Now, Silva lost. But let me tell you what. There was a moment in round two where he flipped Andesayo, Andesanyo, whatever, on the ground, on his back. He quickly got up. And Silva dashed towards him with a flying knee kick that was, I mean, it was like Captain Falcon. It was terrifying. If he would have landed that kick, he would have been squeezed through the fence like a Play-Doh. Like, we, like when you squeeze the Play-Doh through the little machine, it comes out like, like little like slices of cheese. That's what would have happened. But he missed. And there was so much fear in Andesayo's eyes, or Andesanya or whatever. This guy... I mean, he won because he got a lot more hits in. He was a good fighter. But, man, if the, and this was his big move. If Silva would have landed this, it was insane. And he had a couple of really cool like moments, too, where he just like bopped him. But let me tell you something. At the end of the fight, there was so much respect for Silva from... I mean, he straight up... I mean, there was a lot of like anime stuff that he did. But, man, 
I understand you, understand you, whatever. I mean, I I actually cried. I've never cried watching sports before. <laughs> but man, if I didn't shed a, a a nice big boy tear from seeing just how much he respected this guy. I mean, it was like the it was like Anik, it was like Luke and and Obi-Wan. It was so awesome to see such real respect after these two guys were punching each other that was so awesome I loved that and I cried I really did I've never cried at anything other than a story before but here I am watching UFC uh, two insanely skilled dudes beating the crap out of each other and I cry it's a beautiful beautiful moment um so yeah, that was great. I'm really excited for this coming weekend. Um, it's gonna. I'm gonna be going to uh, an art museum with uh, with one of my friends, um, and I'm really excited. Um, and this week, I think I, I'm. I I also have been really really working hard on this uh, story, Crystal Fantasia. It's starting to become something more than what I thought it was going to be. It got elevated, super hardcore, and, I'm su- and, and like, I've never written a political thriller. Let alone, like, an, I mean, I, I have to keep it, like, an action thriller, but I've never written a thriller, I mean, a political thriller, let alone uh, uh, a thriller, just in general. I've never tried to do that kind of a plot, and so I'm really, really excited um, for this story. And uh, so, and because it's a lot lighter work than doing a graphic novel, and I have so much crap I'm doing right now, it's kind of like my, okay, I can just sit down and write a few sentences, and I can still feel like I'm being productive. But uh, I sat down with my buddy Jake, and um, and I basically went through the whole chapter I had laid out. It's the first, it's like a, it's like an espionage mission, the first chapter. And I sat down with him, and I kind of just gave him all the tools that Valius, the main character of the book, um, had, and said, okay, so what do you do? And I gave him the situation. And what was cool is that he ended up kind of going exactly, I did this so that I could see, is there any smarter uh, ways to go about this without it feeling like it's cheap? Oh, now he now he can use these power crystals to do whatever. Uh, basically, the, the, pl- the, the premise of it is that it's a small group of um, of spec ops that you know are fighting this evil cult, and they're trying to find one of the rogue cult people um, that is essentially ra- wrangling up people uh, people who don't feel like they have a purpose in their lives and turning them into terrorists essentially um, by using these crystals that are called uh, opus crystals, the tears of the monarch magical crystals that that fill when you crush them it fills you with your power with their power and you can then use them um but it's all in the package of like this military drama or not military drama but kind of like you know like uh metal gear solid how that kind of works a lot mainly in metal gear solid 5 how it's kind of like this dramatic military thing you know and they have their supernatural elements this is kind of like in the frame of that kind of a political thriller but it has these supernatural elements of them fighting a cult, also a militant cult, and using these power crystals along with other tactical gear. So 
Uh, it was really inspired by Metal Gear and also uh, with my own elements. It takes place in the universe that I've created, in a universe that I've created um, that I call the Ballad of Vitreus, uh, after the word vitreous, which means, you know, crystal-like or glass-like. Um, and it takes place in the same uh, world as two other ideas that I have called Duodecibel and uh, the Vagabond's Drift. Um, and those are not, those I think would become video games um, or maybe a movie or a show or something. But this uh, Crystal Fantasia can be so many different things. And right now I'm doing it as a book. And um, I think it would also work really good as a video game. Um, but I'm doing that. I am, see, what, what's great about this is that doing inner machinations has freed up my mind so much. I was talking to my mother about this, that this really is good for me. Like, actually, therapeutically, I get to get all of this excess crap out of my head. All those feelings I had in episode 2.5, I didn't think about them after I finished talking about them to the listeners. You, people, whoever you are, few, as you may be. It means a lot that you are listening to this um, because I feel like I'm talking to somebody, um, even if it's only six people. I think the problem I'm having is that I'm putting it under the genre juice. I have a custom genre called juice, and I thought that was funny, but nobody's actually seeing my podcast. You know, my first one had like maybe like 26 people listen to it because it was in the entertainment genre, but then I switched all of my episodes to juice and that's really dumb (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to switch it back to entertainment so more people can actually see it um yeah so I don't have that many things going through my head that I feel like I can talk about I mean things that I don't want to say things that I and I've said this before that that other people it might ruin certain processes or things that are happening or you know, I don't want to talk about certain things that, like, maybe that have to do with romance. Like I said in the first episode that I was thinking about somebody. And so I don't want to, like, that person to listen to these things and be, is that me? Um, or think that it's them and then all this, and it's not them. And then they, it gets weird because it's like, hey, I know you were talking about me and I'm that girl you're talking about. It's like, well, no. And then it gets really weird. <laughs> But I am, you know, it, it, it's like, uh, it's, um, everything else going on in my head. I'm trying to think of what's going on in my head. I, I feel, I'm feeling good. I'm getting a lot of cool ideas. Really what's going on in my head right now is the, the, the building of this Sparrow Entertainment Network that, uh, that, you know, my friend Nathaniel has ideas for. I just got a really cool idea over the weekend for a type of stream that I could do with my brother and whoever else wanted to do it. Um, I'd probably only have to, I'd probably have to do maybe more multiplayer games with him because it'd be weird. I don't know how it would be doing a live analysis of a, it. Basically, the idea is, is that I would sit down, play a video game, and, and analyze it while I'm playing it. I don't know how well it would work with single player games. We'd maybe have to be playing it at the same time. But maybe I'll just do like a, a, we'll talk about a game while playing a different game. Or maybe like when I go back home and visit, um, 
back in Florida, then then me and him will like maybe sit down and talk about a game while we're you know sitting there or whatever. But I'm wondering what the first game I'll play is because right now I'm in the middle of Mass Effect, so I can't start there. I'm in the middle of my fourth playthrough of Spider-Man, so I can't start there, even though I do want to do one of Spider-Man because I could talk a lot about that and how the story is and how the pacing is because I got over my initial cupcake phase where I'm just praising the game for everything it does um, and kind of more just uh, actually paying attention to what they could have done here better or whatever, but I still love it. It's my favorite game, completely biased uh, currently um, until the second one comes out. Um, but I, I, and I don't want to, I, I could start Resident Evil 4 from the beginning. I feel like I kind of messed up with some parts. So I might do a Resident Evil 4 live analysis. That'd be fun. Um, my friend Bryce is borrowing Witcher, so I can't do that, but that would be really cool. And I think I'm looking at them right now. They're on my shelf. Um, I could do, no, I can't do Persona 5. I'm so many hours into that game. I could redo Uncharted 4. That'd be amazing and I love that game with all my heart I got a few up there I could do and I got a few downloaded on my PlayStation um so yeah and so I'm getting ready also to do the FIFA tutorial series I just got so many cool things that I'm 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 planning on making um as well as working with some other people on some stories my friend Raphael has an idea he wants to work on and yeah and I got I mean I got some old games too I just got Zelda I could do Zelda Oh, no, I don't know how I'd stream from the Wii. I'd have to probably get something. Um, but, yeah, I might, I'd, I'd like to do games that I've already done so that I'm not too focused on the story. And I can kind of do more of a commentary rather than me just sitting there trying to actually get into it. So it'll probably have to be games... My hands are shaking from for some reason right now. I am very hungry. That's probably why. Um, I... Yeah, so I'll probably have to do games that I've already played. I, because I, I usually when I get into a game or a movie or whatever, I don't know if I want to do movie reviews. I, I mean, I've we me and me and my brother talk about them all the time. Whenever we finish them, we like analyze them. But I feel like everybody does that. If I if I if I have to do a movie review, if I'm going to do a movie review, I'm going to do it in a special way. I have to find some way to do it originally because, you know, everybody does that. There's a lot of freaking movie review people online. Um, man, I just feel so weird. My body feels so weird after, like, it feels like I went camping. My friend Jake put it really well. Like, it feels like you just went camping after being uh, at Landon's house for the whole weekend with all the guys. It's just, you know, my body feels so weak and I feel, like, tired, but I also feel, like, just dirty. <laughs> Uh, even though like we took showers every day it just feels like i I mean it's probably because i was in the house with a dog and i was having a hard time you know i brought my medicine brought my inhaler (laughs) but uh yeah some of the stuff still got a little you know icky sticky uh i have to my favorite jacket i mean my sonic the hedgehog jacket has freaking dog hair all over it so i gotta wash that i gotta do laundry gotta do that today Got a couple projects I gotta finish today, um, and then probably when I'm in the night, I might start doing that. I might start doing the stream because I think I'm gonna take a break from writing, uh, just today because I I'm gonna be using a lot of my creative energy on my school projects. But yeah, and I'm really excited. I already said this. I'm really excited. I'm going with my friend Emily to 
the uh, to this art museum in Chattanooga. I think it's called Hunt Hunter Hunt Hunting. I've been there before, but I I I like going there, and it's gonna be fun going with her. So it'll be different going. Um, and I hope there's this ice cream. There's this ice cream place we used to go to, uh, with whoever I was with at the time. I don't know which friends I was with whenever I'd go, but there's this ice cream place right across the bridge, or right after the bridge, the big bridge in Chattanooga. And I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly where it is, and it's so good, has awesome ice cream, and I want to go there after or before whenever we go to the museum. That would be such a freaking dope place. I hope it doesn't rain. If it rains, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not like it's any of it's outside. But it'd be nice to have a nice day out in the out in the town on the Saturday afternoon. Nice Sabbath stroll. Um, man, you know, I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling like there's things happening. I feel like I'm going somewhere. It's a good day. It, I, I'm exhausted and I'm hungry and I'm shaking because I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm actually like shaking on the inside and outside but i feel good it's raining but you know what sometimes it's a nice rainy day weather and you feel like you know cuddling up uh watching a movie hanging out inside when it's all rainy and stuff i told my friend jake i was like you know what this weather specifically at the time feels like the entire earth just got done dishwashing because <laughs> it was like dripping and it was like this steamy thing so it was like, it's like the whole big world was a big dishwasher. And then all of a sudden you see a hand come from like the sky and like pick up one of us. And it's like, no, no, don't take him. Not today. Oh, man. I died a few, almost, oh, I almost died a few times this weekend. Jake was driving this uh, little, I think it's called a UTI. Ute is what they called it. It's called the Rhino. It's a little like, it's a like the super golf carts, the super duper golf cart things. I don't know. Emily said it was, it's, there was one called a Ranger. I don't know. It's those big boy thingy things. You know, with the wheels. And it's like a golf cart, but it's buff. It's a buff golf cart. And it's really cool. It can, like, drift and stuff. And so, obviously, when the more dangerous drivers of my friend group got in, I was there. I didn't know what to expect with Jake because he's a safe driver. But then all of a sudden he gets in the freaking thing and he's doing some speed racer moves. And I almost died. I looked at my buddy Joey's face from, he was just bystanding. And he just, it was, it was priceless. It, his face literally said, oh no, this is going to be the day Christian's dead. And I was like, oh, that's, well, you know what? I might as well. As soon as he kept going down the road, I said, stop this gosh darn cart. I'm getting out of here right now. <laughs> And he was just laughing, and they were all just laughing. It was hilarious in for everyone else but me. And then I almost died like two other times with Nick and uh, Landon driving his car like a crazy person, listening to his anime music and getting super hyped. Um, I've been listening to a lot of... I've, I've, been, I've been getting back into playing my guitar, and I've been practicing Love Deterrence from Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero. Well, it's from... Peace Walker, but the one specifically that we played in Ground Zeroes and Five, um, and I need to get new strings because when I play, it's like I'm actually playing on like razor blades. It hurts so much. My strings are so old and rusted, and that's an old butt guitar too. And it's it's made for a fifth grader because that's when I got it <laughs> or sixth grade. 
Um, so yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you something. I am so... Like, it sucks that I can't take... I have an erhu. It's the Chinese violin. And I cannot go anywhere to practice except for the music building. But I feel like that's like... You, you have to... There's a reason you got to be there. And you got to be at least semi-good. That's probably not at all. I just need to find a little music room. Because I can't practice in my room. Because the walls are thin. Thin enough to hear a... Air who's screeching through the walls. Me trying to play the Kung Fu Panda theme song. Or the uh, Ugwe Ascends. See, you know what's funny? I know... I caught myself knowing a lot of the production music that plays for, like, inspirational trailers. Because I listen to so much orchestral stuff and film scores that I'm like, Hey, I know that. That's from Audio Machine. And it's people are looking at me like, That's really cool, dude. Okay? Like, sure. That's really cool. <laughs> I find it cool. I like the fact that I know exactly the track on Kung Fu Panda that plays the song. The that's called Ugwe Ascends. It's right. It's and oh man, oh man, oh and it goes da 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 ba da 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 oh i could just keep saying it because it's so it's so it's so freaking awesome and in the and the emotions that it brings with it see that's one of my favorite things about telling stories and the one of the probably the biggest thing that i don't like about not being able to make like a high budget movie now because I can't have a soundtrack that comes with a book. I could do an audio book, and I thought about that. Or an audio comic, or whatever, like a, like a motion comic that has voice acting. I think that'd be really awesome. But man, if music isn't the most, like, the literally tied with my love for storytelling is my love for audible story, like, like telling story through music. I love it. And I mean, like, I, I don't just listen to production music. I also listen to, like, hip-hop and, like, and rock and stuff. And But it's usually all for inspirational purposes. I create playlist soundtracks for the stories I'm working on. So, you know, when people ask me, what music do you like? I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I, I like a large array. I have a, I have a wide taste. You know, I don't like country. I don't like um, heavy, like, death killer metal that just, there's no melody to it at all. I love Crown of the Empire, and those guys scream sometimes. Rise Against Scream, like, once or twice, but... Yeah, I, I don't listen to music for, like, music's sake that much. And even when I do, it's, like, samba. Instrumental samba that makes me... Or, like, jazz. <laughs> you know? Or, like, funk music. Like, stuff that's very background. You know? Just because I, I think... Maybe it's because I see my life as a big movie. I'm so hungry, man. How much time have I spent talking i'm shaking 23 minutes okay let's go a little bit i, I like the 30 minute mark i'm trembling because i'm so hungry <laughs> oh man yeah i need to change these to entertainment because i hope some people listen at first i started out going like nah, i don't care if anybody listens and i don't but it's nice that people do 
Like when people say, hey, I listen to your podcast, I'm like, that's so nice. My first few episodes are pretty crap. I mean, this is technically part of the first few episodes, but I feel like I'm getting better at this whole thing. I might make it more of a bigger deal. Um, depends on how much I end up getting into press A to jump and goat T working title uh, with me and Nathaniel and some of the other guys and the streaming. This might be too, it might be too much for me to go more ham into this podcast than uh, if I get too much into those other ones. But we're, I'm just, I'm getting a slow groove, slow groove. Um, you know, I really like my friends. I really do. And I probably have said this. I, you know, this is gonna. I don't want to say this a million billion times because it won't be special anymore. But you know, when I'm away from my family, I, I I still I still need that. You know, and this is kind of what I was talking about in episode two. Like I feel like I'm becoming more extrovert. Like I get energy from being around the people I love. But at the same time, I do need my alone time. So I feel like I've shifted more into the middle. That's what I really do. I I love spending time with them, doing things having those memories, you know, so that when, when I go to these weekend birthday bashes, we, it's, I mean, we have years of history with each other. And so it's really awesome. Um, just to end this episode, I, I'm going to end this one. Oh, 25. That's pretty good. Just to end this episode on a inspirational bit. I, I want to start like having bits I don't want it to just be, oh, you're listening to Christian talk for 25 minutes. I want there to be bits. Um, so I'm going to end it with uh, with an inspirational affirmation for all who are listening. Everything in life that, that, that we do is a choice. Remember that. <laughs> I guess I'm saying that because a lot recently a lot of my stories I've used that as a basis for the theme of us having a choice to do something to be someone to be better you know everything is a choice except for when you're in Aldi's and you see those fruit strips you are required to buy them because they are gosh darn tootin' real goody goody fruity snacky runnies. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermachinations podcast. I will be back uh, sometime next week. <laughs> Thank you again. Please keep on listening because it makes me feel like I have more friends. <laughs> As I sit here alone in my room actually having like a spaz attack because I haven't eaten since 9 Cookville, Tennessee time. That middle of nowhere uh, bowl of love. Okay. I'll see you.